This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, TV junkies and couch potatoes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, roommate, and co-host, Rich. Just grooving and proving that we watch a lot of TV. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> By Rich, proxy of this podcast. Rich comes in with a lot of musical stuff. You can tell Rich is a musical man. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the musical man. The musical man. Not yeah. the music man, yeah. but the musical man. I'm not going to try to sell all your kids on like a, a marching band. I'll try to sell them on like a ska band. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get all the kids in town to be like a 25-piece ska band. Yeah. <laughs> which is... Which is arguably much I, worse and much more like a... I mean, I love ska music. It's also a pretty normal-sized ska band, right? <laughs> Basically. It's a pretty standard ska yeah. band. Yeah, I think it might be leaning a little bit more towards the uh, the, 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 the uh, robust. Yeah, that's like a six-person rock band, a 25-person <laughs> ska band. Yeah, well, uh, welcome, everybody. Here at Picked Up, we have a little uh, a little thing we like to do. It's called Watch Television. And what we do to decide exactly what to watch in this wide world of entertainment is we use the NetflixRoulette.net randomizer, select a show, and if it's available for streaming on Netflix, we're going to watch the pilot episode. We're going to come at it with a fresh perspective, try and give some criticisms, come back here and decide whether or not we would pick it up and make a full series order of it if it were up to us. And uh, sometimes, you know, we'll even look at if we're going to pick it up as a viewer, just ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has definitely been the launching pad for many shows uh, for our personal watching habits. Yes, Yes, it has. How many shows have we discovered here that we have run through? Well, that's the thing is I kind of want to, I mean, this might be something that we do in the future, kind of like a a recap show. We've been playing with the idea of like seasons as well. Um, So that might be something that we do tackle. But I feel like it's been at least like four or five myself that I've like said I picked up Mm -hmm. and I've actually watched all of what's on Netflix. Yeah. Or at least that season. Yeah, it's pretty significant. So, yeah, we'll we'll probably dive into the individual shows. Um We'll go inside up. the numbers yeah. on picked up. <laughs> yeah. So, have you been watching much stuff since last week, Rich? Nothing new. Um uh let's see. Yeah, just my regular shows that I watch. Uh, a lot of shows are ending. Uh Blackish ended. Um and that was that was really good in his first season. I really liked its last episode as well. Um, uh, Marry Me got canceled. I was still sticking with Marry Me, um, and then they kind of put it on like hiatus when like there was some. I don't know what sports NBC started showing, but they started showing showing some sports or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and or no, it was playoffs? the Voice. It was the Voice. Oh, the Voice. So NBC Sports, the Voice. There we go. And. Uh, uh, and yeah, so that just that got canceled, which is probably probably for the best because it was like starting to tr- to tick a little bit upwards, like quality wise. So like, let's go out on a high note, the highest note that that show could probably achieve. Oh, okay. Which is disappointing because I loved everyone involved with that show. Okay, so it was like it was like peaking as far as what it had to offer. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Like the the parts were so much greater than the whole, and uh. it just. Like, it just, I don't know. I wanted Ken Marino and Casey Wilson to have a better chemistry, and they just didn't really have that great a chemistry. Yeah. Um, What else? This past week's episode of Louie was fantastic. You know, Rich brought this up to me just the other day and was talking uh, about how much he liked it and how interesting it was, and I'll let him get to that. I just want to say that a completely separate co-worker at work did the same thing really yeah wow mm-hmm. yeah this was uh this past episode of louis was like one of the most interesting standalone episodes that i've uh, of that show i've seen in a long long time and that's not to to say anything about recent episodes i, ju- I would just say especially like the past season 
was much more of like a narrative arc. So there were no like particular standalone episodes that really jumped out at you. Yeah. Um, there may have been moments uh, like the Todd Berry one that I've mentioned on an episode before. But this episode was kind of like a, a, a dream themed episode, which it can be, a, you know, a typical thing to do for a show. Um, but also, it was just great to see like his what Louis's vision of that would be. And it was it didn't disappoint. It was a very Louis thing. And it also because that's the other thing about Louis is like it can still be great without actually de- delivering any guffaw laughs. Yeah, uh, and I laughed really hard in this episode as well. Uh, it's so good. I think it's episode five of this past season. Yeah, I think Those I've watched season. one and two. Mm-hmm. I think one and two. I don't believe I've seen three, four, and five. I really want to see this one really badly. Um, and then, so that, and then again, just like the regular slate. Um. This was probably going to be the week that I decided whether or not I gave up on the comedians or not, but I don't think they had an episode this week. So you got a stay of execution, Josh Gad, trying so hard. That's the problem. And Jeff said it like, you know, and I agree. There's a lot of comedies that just try really hard past guest Jeff Quintana. Um, But it's so like Billy Crystal's just he he knows himself. Yeah. And he knows how to play himself. He's done it a million times on Broadway. But Gad is just like, he's trying to be like a, a like a TV version, a toned down version of like Jonah Hill from uh, This Is The End. Okay. Yeah. Is he the guy who was in The Wedding Ringer with Kevin, Kevin Hart? Hart? I just yeah. watched that with a friend. Oh, really? Yeah. The how other was night. that? That was it rated was, R, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, it was better than I thought it was going to be, and it had it was both story was good, um, the performances were were good. It came out the gate pretty strong. Yeah, it was this joke was really great. Like they they open on the the classic like the bride and groom to be are having to do all the preparations and all the decision making, and the father of the bride is there while they're like trying some type of like sauce or something. And he's like, does anyone else here feel really fucking gay? And it just like (laughs) came out the gate, like pretty strong. But yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I don't know for a fact, but I feel like that's about a, a, anywhere from like a, a a thirties to like upper fifties on Rotten Tomatoes. And I feel like as far as just a solid comedy, I think like you, if you are a fan of comedy, you can trust that range for Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. It's going to be very rare that you're going to get a comedy in the 80s to 90s because like uh, that's a good chance that everyone will like it. But right. comedy is so fucking subjective more than almost any other form of entertainment that, yeah, it's going to be hard to get so many people on the same page. That's why whenever I do see a comedy that's in that range, I'm just like, all right, that's, it's probably a funny movie. It's probably not a perfect funny movie. But it's probably a funny movie. It'll probably I, be enjoyed. I looked it up, and the user, the difference between the critics rating and the user rating is crazy because I think it's actually it's pretty low critically. Mm-hmm. And then I can remember this exactly. It is a seventy by people. Yeah, I was like, wow, you know, can't be that crazy. Hey, yeah, the populace, man. You know, they can't be trusted all the times, but there's certain things you can pick and choose. You yeah. can totally pick and choose. Yeah. So yeah, so the comedians. Also, you said that uh, you're kind of on the the verge of sticking with or getting rid of Last Man on Earth, right? Well, that season just ended as well. That was the last episode of the season. That was yeah, that was the season finale. <laughs> okay, Which I'm disappointed because I was just like, I, I hadn't watched all of it, but I just watched this last episode with you, and you had said yourself like this was good. Like, almost like a reset point. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. But now just, I don't know. At least, I haven't really cross-checked this. And that's the interesting thing. Is I think that was maybe like the 13th episode of the season. I think and so. so for Fox, that'd be a super short season. Yes. But it felt like a season finale. Um, because it also feels like not 
you know, the overall tone and, and, and aesthetic of it doesn't seem like a Fox comedy either. Mm-hmm. It seems like something you would get on like an HBO or something else or an FX. Um, but I'm fine. Like, I'm fine with that being the season finale. It, 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 they are kind of hitting a little bit of a reset. So it gives you it gives you something to look forward to. It gives them a second bite at the apple for the second season. Yeah. Um, so and and spoiler alert. For the next 30 seconds, it looks like they're adding Jason Sudeikis. Uh, I don't know if it'll he'll be a full-time character, seeing as where he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it seems like he'll be brought into the fold somehow. And yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna hang on because I, I I just there's some shows you just pull for it and you're just like this needs to be good. I think you brought a good point up though. Where it's just like you just like Will Forte so much, you don't want to fucking hate him right. so much as you you're made to hate him in this show. Will Arnett is a good guy who can be unlikable, yeah, and you can still really enjoy seeing him. Whereas Will Forte is just like, no man, I like him. Yeah, he's too sweet to mm-hmm. have him be like the bad parts of humanity. Yeah, I agree. That's a, a good comparison. Oh, thanks. Uh, and yeah, aside from that, um, uh, <laughs> season one of Gotham ended and we haven't watched it since it came back. No, we have <laughs> so, not. We have, I was just thinking that we have a little marathon to yeah, get through. We have four episodes. Four, like 40 yeah. minute episodes. Yeah. yeah. So we can maybe oh, like break doable. those up. Yeah. It's doable. Yeah. Maybe after, after pod slam. Yeah. Cause that's really where a lot of the time has been, been going towards, which I'm perfectly fine with if it gives me a little bit less to talk about on this podcast and we raise over $2,000 for Connor's Cure, I think I'll sleep at night. Yeah. So. Oh, that is. It's a great thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And. Before we get. This episode right, 24. Right What's up? This is episode 24. Yes, it is. We got our, our uh, um, uh, quarter way to a century coming yeah. up. That's a lot. Yeah pretty good we can run the gamut sometimes we're like a little shorter sometimes we're a little longer mm-hmm. you had definitely have at least a day of us talking about television yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> uh listen pod swoggle network listener john uh from glasgow scotland he actually crunched the numbers because he's actually going through and listening to every show on the network mm-hmm. and he is at uh last he sent us an email he was at 14.3 days worth of podcasts. Wow. And he had like 1.3 left um, at the time. And so wow. I like did the numbers and it ended up being like 400 plus hours. And it was one of those things where it's just like, they say it takes 10,000 hours to really become a, a, an expert at something. So got to keep on trucking. Yep. He's <laughs> going to be an expert for sure soon. Unless, unless I count and I might hours you also listen to podcasts as a student of the game so if that's the case i should be creeping up on 10k pretty quickly real soon yeah real soon yeah do we have any um any social media to get to review um oh let me actually see nope that's some we may Man. not. It's been a short week, a little bit. But anytime you guys want to reach out to us, you always can. We love getting feedback from you guys. Most frequently, we usually check the Facebook and Twitter accounts for the show. You can tweet us at Picked Up Pod, and you can find us on Facebook at uh, Picked Up Podcast. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, Carolyn from Heels and Heels uh, was really, was really hoping on hope that that picture from last week was Gossip Girl. Uh, Carolyn, I will look straight into the camera and be pointing directly at you. We will tag you in the picture. We there will we spoil the shit out of it. And, and the, actually, no, no, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. There'll be hints dropped yeah. in, the, in the verbiage, too, that we have associated with the picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. You know, the Demanderson train keeps on rolling along. So I think we created a monster there. Um, uh, can't what's the, what's the phrase? Can't put that bat back in the box. Can't get the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, that's what it is. I think also <clears throat> can't like, get Gwyneth Paltrow's head back in the box. I've never even seen that movie. It's just been spoiled for me. You've never. I've never I, seen. Sorry to do. 
I think the one thing I, one of the few things I do, no, 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 I don't want to say that either because I have plenty of flaws. <laughs> but I the don't. There's one thing wrong with me. I don't say many things, many like sayings yeah. that are annoying. Mm-hmm. But just out of a love for movies, I will yeah. say you haven't seen blank. And that's not to ridicule, ridicule the person. It's just like, oh, I love this movie. I think I'm. I open myself up to that because of the fact that I own over 500 Blu-rays and DVDs. So people expect me to have seen every movie that has made some sort of cultural impact. Yeah. And so whenever I say like, I haven't seen the usual suspects, you know, but again, that's another one that's been spoiled for me. I still want to see it because I'm sure it'll still hold up. And there is there there is yeah. like a range of quality. Like Usual su- Suspects, pretty good. Seven is a very yeah. very good movie. Yeah. Seven, I saw a slash film rank all of Fincher's movies when whatever the when Gone Girl came out, mm-hmm. and they rated Seven number one. And I would wow probably agree with that. Well, now I feel like even more of an asshole. I mean, Seven is like a top. 100 film like seven is very good i think i own it that's another thing is all these movies that i'll say i haven't seen it and people go you haven't seen and i'll go like i own it (laughs) i have it (laughs) i best answer to that question i I own it i own it i've made the consumer decision to eventually see it i just haven't gotten around to it yet potential rich has seen it there's like, there's there's a world. There's a universe, a really close one too, because this isn't a great yeah. leap. Like I have it. Yeah. The only thing standing between <laughs> me and that universe is a decision. We are a, a dimensional merge lane, uh, right. from from being in that world. That's right. Where I I don't watch I don't rewatch Canine for probably the fifteenth <laughs> time in my life, uh, and I watched Seven for the first time. But uh, man, I watched Jim Belushi it. really connected with that dog. Yeah. You got to do it. I watched Aliens with the commentary on. Isn't it great? Week. Yeah. Oh my it's god! Fantastic. Don't. Oh god! Oh, spoiler alert! But uh, the scene where the xenomorph like comes out of the the water behind Newt, mm-hmm. and they talk about like how they actually did that. Doesn't it kind of ruin it? Like every time you see that now, because they tell you you can see the fucking strings in the shot. You yeah. That yeah. pissed me off so bad. No, there's a lot of there's a my favorite image. One of my favorite images in Batman and Tim Burns Batman is like so awesome, so kinetic. And then when you look at it, it's like, oh yeah, there's string right there. Like you can see it right there, but you don't notice when yeah. you're just watching. And they couldn't get rid of them then. They can get rid of them now. They got no strings. I was them. disappointed that Jim Cameron didn't like gush more about how well they did it was like if this was done today we could do it with all sorts of you know computer generated it's like it we're talking about this because you didn't do it with that yeah because you know? it looks kick-ass <laughs> oh he had the thing you didn't know about that is that he had actually just gotten out of a conversation with george lucas in 1998 oh, so oh, that's why that was like fresh in his mind yeah yeah exactly uh, but yeah, I do love the commentary. I love the commentary on Alien as well. If you haven't um, watched it with that, watch it with that as well. It's cool. That was sort of my ritual uh, for like moving, uh, for, for packing and unpacking was just putting movies on with the commentary. I think Mullet mentioned he did that one time. I'm like, fuck yes. Because that's, that's a big, that's a big uh, uh, justifier for buying all these goddamn Blu-rays and DVDs, because you can find the fucking movie on any any, any platform now. Mm-hmm. But the reason you justify buying the physical thing is because you're not going to have the commentary on Netflix or whatever. Right. Um, which like they'll get, they'll probably get around to that because I'm pretty sure like some of their Netflix originals they do uh, offer like commentary uh, uh, streams of as well. Um, so I think I've seen that on something before. Not quite sure. Cool. But yeah. So I started doing that. And yeah, man, I fucking dig commentary a lot. The goddamn, my favorite of all time is probably uh, the Roadhouse commentary uh, with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they just like, were talking to the guy that was putting that DVD together. 
about something completely unrelated. He's like, hey, you guys want to do the commentary for Roadhouse? I'm like, what? I get sure. It was essentially the first Smodcast. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. Completely. It's like uninvolved in the making of the film. Uh, yeah. It's like the film. I think that should be, I mean, that's essentially, you know, riff tracks and, and uh, you know, but like get celebrities. I guess they do that as well, but, but for good movies, endearing sure. movies that people have like good feelings about. Cause I know like Doug Benson does his, his Benson interruptions, but those are usually shitty movies that are yeah, fun to make jokes about. Exactly. Like, fuck, I don't, I don't need to watch a shitty movie yeah. that needs to be made fun of. Like watch something that's good. Yeah. Maybe have some insight about it as yeah. like a filmmaker. Yeah. Good or, stuff. yeah, just, like, you know, actors and stuff, just, like, seeing movies that they love and just, like, getting to listen to them, like, you know, not gush over it, but to, like, watch this little thing and just, like, point out the things that they notice about things, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That'd be interesting. It would be. Um, and then just, like, see whatever <laughs> conversations it ends up leading to or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. All Shall right. We? Well, yeah, let's get to it. We're going to pull up NetflixRoulette.net and Rich is going to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, make a deal with our television. Is that our neighbors? There's, I think so. There's a lot of like furniture moving that goes around around us. Um, all right, that's a Discover series. Spin again. I don't know. Okay. It's called Northwood's Law from 2012. This might be like a a reality series. Let me read this. In the state of Maine, game wardens and marine patrol deal with the wild animals and wild people. This is reality. The officers never know what kind of situation they'll be driving, hiking, snowmobiling, or flying into. I don't think it is real. Well, there is no director, so it might not be. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to make of this. The picture's not coming up. We'll see how likely that this is on Netflix. <laughs> That's like the unofficial thing we don't say. Every episode is like, we may have to respin. Yeah. Like, who knows? I, um, I'm interested in Maine. I think Maine, on the whole, as a state... Probably, like I feel like it doesn't get enough shine and love. Yeah, but then I again, I also think it's probably for they're either like consciously doing that because they're hiding something. There's some like really shady shit going on in Maine, or they're just like I mean we got nothing anyone to be interested in, so don't worry about it. I think they probably like it. You know. Yeah. They're not after that sort of glamour. The mm-hmm. big glamour of Northwood's Law or yeah. whatever we come, just picked. Come to us if you want some lobster rolls. And even then, we can ship those down to Massachusetts. Yeah. You know, aside from that, we're just, you know, we'll be here amongst our, our pine trees. Maybe a good zombie hideout location. You know what I mean? Just because of the, 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 the sparsity of population. Yeah. Yeah. There's just not I a lot of... That. Fucking stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> Do stupid people make stupid zombies? No, it's just it's just all people. Just like too many of them, you know? <laughs> all right. right. Let's see if we have this show available for streaming on Netflix. We'll catch you after the break. And we're back. I know we're not back. I knew we were on way too good of a roll. Yeah. Um, not on Netflix. Instant. I would like to take this opportunity to say that I am also, uh, in regards to shows, I'm one episode from the end of Daredevil, um, which I'm glad I've spread out. Very happy that I've done that. That is good. Um, And then also, I'm very much looking forward to the new Netflix original, uh, Grace and Frankie, Mm -hmm. with with Sam Waterston, Martin Sheen, uh, uh, Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda. it's uh I'm probably not their target demographic, uh, but it looks very goddamn funny, and I really want to watch it. Yeah, I hope it. I, I saw it for the first time just when we pulled up Netflix the other day. I had no idea someone was making a show like that. Same here. But maybe it'll work good. Yeah, it sure as hell is a, a cast full of super talented people. Super talented people. So shall we uh, give this another go? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. 
Binge again. Hmm. I'm interested. It's called Come Fly With Me from 2010. Come fly with me. This reality-style sitcom spoofs the everyday drama and dramatics at a busy British airport peopled, peopled by harried workers and desperate passengers. Series stars Matt Lucas and David Williams each portray dozens of characters, many of them deranged. Okay, there's things about that that I like, things about that that I don't like. Yeah. Things about that that I like. Um, uh, I like that it's at an airport. Uh, I, I, I always, as a child, enjoyed, uh, watching and not, probably not quite understanding all of Wings, but Wings was a good, it was, that was a talented cast. Okay. I like that it's, I'm interested in a British sitcom. We haven't had one of those yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like that reality style, probably, uh, uh, the same thing happened over there that happened over here because of The Office. And that that just started happening a lot. So hopefully that it isn't uh, watered down and cheapened, um, and just trying to be like a, a, a it's a airplane version of the office, right. airport version. It's a three point six rating on Netflix. And then the thing that turns me off the the part that turns me off the most is that these two guys are going to be playing dozens of characters. Yeah, I would agree with all that. I'm excited for the. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm excited for the British humor. I'm excited for that somebody recognized the airport as a very comical setting. Totally. Um, and I think that, that that style has potential, you know, to either get in the way or to really be beneficial. But, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Some of the Brits and, you know, playing multiple characters. Yeah. They kind of... Are a little too attached to that. Yeah. Like, just in general, like, I understand being able to be versatile and being able to play a lot of different types of characters. No one can play that many different types of characters. No. You're looking for many subtle levels. So I'm very interested to see how that plays off. Oh, that was another thing that we tried to watch. What was that one show that was a Netflix original that we tried to watch? Uh, we, we Pompadou. Pompadou. Got like, like that. 45 seconds into it. <laughs> it's like, not to, to quote the great Jalen Rose, not going to be able to do it. It was a, it was a non-verbal sitcom is how they put it. And I, I know that there's a difference between non-verbal and silent, but I was expecting a mostly silent show. I was like, oh, this is great. You know, I think there's a fucking completely lost appreciation for silent storytelling but they were sort of mumbling in this kind of like baby talk it's like no way dude can't fucking hang with that also the dog was like a puppet it was bad come on it was really bad uk you got it's like your friend who you like really want to be closer with but they're just so strange. Like, come on, dude. Uh, yeah. That and it's also a lot of the UK stuff gets really like skewed uh, to being like there's a there's a, a fairly good filter on stuff that that makes its way across the pond. Yeah. Uh, and every now and then shit like this gets through the filter mm-hmm. and, and you're just like it dawns on you. It's like, oh, there's probably more of that over there. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Well, Maybe all right. We should... Let's uh, let's take a look and make sure that we got this show. If we do, we'll watch it. If not, you'll hear us again. So catch you after the break. Here we are again. So that's two now. What's our record? Over two, three or four? Something I like... feel like it's like three. Yeah. Um, I will say this because I wanted to bring it up before, um, and I was just going to bring it up for the conversation. Uh, did you ever see the terminal? No. I like a lot of people kind of shit on that movie. I like that movie. I don't care if Tom Hanks's accent is weird. I can watch Tom Hanks do anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a good goddamn movie. I like it. San- Stanley Tucci. Staniel Tucci. Staniel Tucci. <laughs> um, All right. All right. Let's give it another whirl. It is. Okay. I feel like 
No. All right, we either got this before and we didn't have it, or this is something different. G.I. Joe Renegades from 2010. Does that sound familiar? No. I feel like we got something like it. I don't know. Why but- is everything... Jesus Christ, the television wasn't invented in 2008. Why the fuck is everything? That's one of the things we talked about. Yeah. We We wanted some old shit. I remember when we were first toying around with the idea, Tope first kind of like told us or or like, like, hey, try something like this or something like, you know, he gave us, he he planted the seed. Right. And I found the website and I just like was playing around with it. And all these shows from like the 70s, all this weird shit was coming up. I'm like, this is going to be great. Yeah. So basically, we apologize for the show not being what it could be. Yeah. But it's not our fault. Not our fault. Branded as Renegades. It's 4.0 rating, though, by the way. So I'm kind of happy about that. Branded as Renegades for crimes they did not commit. A group of heroic young GIs find themselves on the run as they battle to clear their names and expose the sinister truth behind Cobra Industries and its leader, Adam DeCobre. Uh, Voice cast... Uh, includes a bunch of people I don't know, but Kevin Michael Richardson and Jace. Oh, Jason Marsden. I thought it was James Marsden. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. No. Never mind. I was like, I got excited just based on the James Marsden. It's like, oh no, it's it's it's. James Marsden's second brother, Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. Not to be confused with Dave Marsden. We'll, not a real person. But yeah, let's see if we got it. Let's take a look. Let's see if we got it. We're already like a half an hour into this episode. Yeah. This might just be an all-selection show. All-selection. If we get That's to right. like 40 minutes, let's just call it. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got. All right. We'll, we'll be right back, everybody. We're going to do this one more time. One more. One more time. And then and then we're going to wipe our hands of this. Because we're real people. We have real things to do. Yeah. We, we don't... We're not slaves to this Netflix roulette. Yeah. We're not... Man. This is a son of a bitch, you know? It is. So we're going to give this one more shot. Four's the limit. Yeah. That's, that's our... All right, that's a History Channel, Smithsonian Channel thing. That doesn't count. All right, well, oh, God damn it. This is probably going to be like fucking two hours. All Creatures Great and Small from 1978. A rating of 3.8. While working alongside quirky Yorkshire vet Siegfried and his lazy but lovable brother Tristan, Newcomer James Harriet experiences all manners of misadventures treating animals and clashing with superstitious country folk. Um, bunch of British people from the 70s are in it. And if this is over fucking an hour, because again, we're real fucking people. We've already spent a half an hour of good podcast time. So I don't feel like we're fucking cheating anybody <laughs> out of fucking anything. And I'm sorry if I'm getting snippy, but, uh, you know, we got... Shit to do. Got shit to do. I I basically have to be at work for twelve yeah. hours today. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't have. I don't know where all this leisure time that British people fucking get to watch three hour episodic television shows. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they're on a fucking different like time than us or something. If they're in some sort of like d- dimensional rift where they have like thirty eight hour days or some shit. <laughs> But but where do they get the fucking nerve and gall? Okay, are they all just sitting around because they have the time? Because they all got the gout from eating rich and 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 luxurious and pampered foods? Is that what's happening over there in England? I'm coming for you, England. Not 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 John from Glasgow. I know you're from Scotland. Scott, you're good. You're cool, Scotland. I understand you. I get it. England, Britain, Britain. Shots fired, dog. Because there's there's no fucking way this show's like 40 minutes. I fucking feel yeah. it in my bones. British shows are either like 20 minutes or also okay. two hours. It's not a series. It's a, it's a season. <laughs> and, no. also, uh, and also, <laughs> when you are describing a sports matchup, 
you put the home team last that, yes. and go fuck yourself otherwise. You guys are so fucking dumb. You put the home team last. That is how you fucking do it. I don't care if you've done it another way. If you drive on the left side of the street, I don't care. Yeah. If one day we would be smart enough to fucking adopt the metric system, you guys one day need to be smart enough to say home team last. That's the compromise. That's the treaty put on the table. Right there. All right? We'll take your metric system. Home team last. All right? Challenger at home team these there is just a, a battle of wills we're just all being stubborn here right all right like you you know i can admit that the american standard system is a bad idea yeah. you know you can admit that however you do things is a bad idea right uh, us being stubborn on on for 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 the american standard system is is more kind of like you know it, it has its roots yeah you can like trace that back whereas what you're bringing up about home sports teams, that's just, they they just didn't think to do that. Yeah. They had their way, and then we were like, oh, flip it. And they saw that, like, oh, fuck, that is quite good. Uh, well, we can't tell them that's quite good. We can't do it. Can't. No, we do, can't. We've been doing it like this for yeah. a little while. No, yeah, we can't, we can't just admit defeat like that. I mean, and also, by the way, I mean, we were the original home team. <laughs> it, that just burns me up, though. Actually, the British Empire probably had a pretty good road record. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> so, yeah, they all did. right, let's let's see if this show's on Netflix for us to not watch it. All right, let's check it out. <laughs> okay, so that's not on Netflix. We're done. Wiping our hands of that motherfucking bullshit. Not uh, but gonna I be able to do it. I think I do know what's what's happening here because I think Netflix did just kind of recently do like a purge of their instant and added some new stuff. Because I noticed the other night that uh, Adventure Time is no longer on Netflix. Okay, so that is probably what's happening here. Netflix roulette might just be a little, uh, a little like laggy, uh, and a little lagging, updating, yeah, a little outdated uh, in that. So I think that's the reason why. Um, that's happening. And you know what? Thank God. That's fine. All these shows probably would have sucked. You know, it would have been okay, but again, yeah, we've been talking for how long we've we been talking. We're about? going on 40 minutes. 40 minutes of talking about the insufferable British. <laughs> I don't mean that really. Uh. But I do mean the home team thing. Um, but yeah, so you you know we're just gonna call it today. Yeah, we've had a lot of good insights and stuff, yeah. and you know, of course, that we'll be back next week. It's been a very special episode of Picked Up. It has, and um, this is just this is how we do things. You know, we have not gotten a viable pick yet. Uh, to be a little um, uh, self indulgent and meta about it, I was listening to last week's episode, uh, <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it i don't regret it because it was such a real moment uh but when i get that text from my mom about the baltimore riots uh-huh that's just a very vague text and we just have like a 45 second banter about like the revolution's finally happening yeah they're right down the road from dc mm-hmm. like for a second i felt like oh man i probably should have Probably should have, I don't know, it was a little insensitive. But, like, no, that was us legitimately not, that was us knowing, that's us learning that we should probably look something up later. And I also don't feel bad about it because I've since then had a lot of really good conversations and really awkward conversations with my family, but good conversations with my friends uh, about what happened there and everything. Um, And we're not going to get into it here. Uh, We're not a a TV news podcast. Imagine if they put, like, that would be kind of cool. Uh, 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 like a documentary series, but not even a documentary series, but like a series of archived news reports mm-hmm. from like big moments in history. Yeah, and like it's the just, first reactions. Uh, yeah, like the the breaking news, the first reportings. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's it's unedited, and it's just that report, like like a half hour of that report, or what or whatever it may be. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would. Like. Oh my god! It's not like there'd be any lack of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. So let's develop that. Probably have to get a lot of rights. A lot of rights. <laughs> but but yeah, 
don't know. I just thought that was a, an, an interesting moment that probably, I mean, it had to be a very specific time that anyone else was recording a podcast or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, how we just kind of like sloughed it off. Yeah. But we didn't know. Yeah, it was a big breaking thing. Sounded important. We did not have all the details. We didn't know. But yeah. That's so- what that's what people can't accept or the, the media today cannot accept. It's like, oh, no. Doesn't matter if we don't have all the details. Just get into it. It's like, no, I, I have no idea what's happening at the moment. Yeah. Oh, Christ. All right. Was there... Was there- are there, uh, you know what? I'll no, I will moment. not pick it up, Rich. Thank you. <laughs> See, yeah, I, think I think I'm going to pick up Come Fly With Me. I don't know. I, oh. I think I think it would have won me over. Yeah. I think they would have pulled off at least half of those dozen characters. I think that it probably was the thing I would most want to watch out of our selection today. You know what British actor, British comedic actor that I really like who, you know, gets into like a lot of character stuff is Pete Sarfanovitz? Sarfanovitz. Sarfanovitz. That's who it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, He probably had like a little bit more of a muted role in, he had a a weak role in Guardians of the Galaxy, but, you know, I first was exposed to him in Shaun of the Dead. Mm -hmm. And then he has his show, which uh, like Mullet showed me clips of. Which was, was fucking great. You were going to say something. Oh, yeah. A couple of things. Um, going to blow your mind maybe with just this tidbit. Another famous Peter Serafinovich role. Mm-hmm. Can't talk today. I'm sorry. It's fine. Voice of Darth Maul. Really? Episode one, Voice you, of Darth Maul. You did. That mm-hmm. did not uh, disappoint. Crazy. Ray Park. Awesome uh, martial artist actor Ray Park is the body. Mm-hmm. Peter Serafinowitz is the voice. Is that is that just the Darth rule? Is you can't be your own voice? Maybe. We we need to hit up John and Spencer. Yeah, I think that's some... the ones we really need to to run it by the the host of Dilettante Ball. Yeah, which well, I think... uh, highly recommend uh, you listen. Uh, we've had a few a few Podswoggle Network Podswoggle fans uh, start listening to them, and I've loved the. The uh, universe crossing on Twitter yeah. has been very fun. Yeah, they are. Great guys, great show. The other thing I was going to say is yes. if you'd like to watch a show that is hilarious and um, a great example of some interesting British humor that's really well done is Look Around You. Look Around You is a series that Peter Serafinowitz and Robin something, I can't remember his last name, put together a show in the style of 1970s science classroom videos. What? And they each have like a different topic and completely wacky, but done like very dryly to not bring attention to it. So good. Look around you. Okay. Is that, do you know if that's on Netflix or? I don't know if it is. I used to have have it all downloaded from uh, completely legal means. But great show. Is there a show? I think there's a few. And just whenever I'm like tooling around on Netflix, hoping to, to, to find something to watch. Is there a show that you've had in the back of your mind or even the front of your mind? Anywhere in your mind uh, that you know is on Netflix that you've been hoping that we get? I would like to watch Firefly, which I think is on there. I have to think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. What about you? I know it used to be. I don't know if it still is, but Cheers. Sure. I would love to get Cheers. Oh, for sure. Some of those other sh- I would. Th- I want to get some of those shows that like get released and everyone like, oh my God, Friends. I want to binge on Friends. Just to like, you know, be, be relevant. It'd be nice to be culturally relevant for once. It would, nice. it would be nice to be relevant. It'd be nice to feel like a part of something. Yeah. So yeah, shows like that. Um, I'd like to 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 get some more Netflix originals. Uh, I kind of wish we got as well. Like, I, I it'd be cool if we got, had gotten Daredevil. Yeah, you know, something like that. I'm trying to think of things that I haven't seen. I mean, there's lots of shows that I'd like to talk about. You know, like Archer and Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of something that I have not seen. Is what's that called? Black something? Black Room? Black, blacklist? Like, no, no. British Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yes. I'd like to watch Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Also, Orphan Black. Yep. Also, Black Betty, Bambalam. 
Black Adder. Black Adder, I'd like. British to watch. people like putting the word "black" in all their I'm shows. Sure they love it. You guys think it's funny? It's a fucking sensitive topic over here. God damn it. Yeah. So, I'm trying to think if there's anything, any other shows with black in the title. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing too. Black Dynamite. The cartoon the show, cartoon, which yeah. is American, but. I never actually have seen that. I love the movie. I've yeah. never seen the 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 Adult Swim show. I watched some of that. What is it? What's that actor's name? The guy Black Dynamite. Is it Michael J. White? Michael Jai White. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome dude. But yeah, I think that's gonna. I think that's yeah. I think that's all. Wrap it up for us today. Kind of a non-starter today. Well, and again, we had a lot of good discussion, but just couldn't pull a show. I don't, I don't feel bad about this. I don't feel bad about what we're going to be contributing to the podcast landscape with this episode. Right. I feel like it's a worthy episode, worthy of a listen. It's not too long. We're not asking too much of you uh, compared to, like, you know, our normal format. You sound like a politician who's, like, <laughs> trying I, to, like, backpedal about something. Uh, aside from my arm being on the back of the chair, if I'm just like this, I do feel like I'm on Meet the Press right now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you know, uh, uh, as a, on the whole, I think this was a, a positive contribution mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we're really going to take a lot of this momentum moving forward mm -hmm. and we're really going to, uh, hit the, hit the road hard, hit the roads hard. I'm so, so okay, I'm losing control. I can't believe I'm going to be losing control. I'm losing this whole fucking race. I can't believe it. Oh my God. I promised my wife that this was going to be the last time I was going to be on here. I swear to God. I'm so fucking sorry to everything else. I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart at the motherfucking seams. I'm so sorry. This isn't live, is it? If this is live, I'm fucking dead in the water. I might as well just go on the private circuit. I guess I could do like speeches about like how oh, this was my fucking meltdown and I bounced back from it, I guess. I guess that's the route you take. Oh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. Thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, you know you do us a big favor by rating and reviewing us. You can... Find us and subscribe to us on Stitcher and iTunes. And again, rate and review. It's a huge help. You can always get in touch with the show in a number of ways. Like I said earlier, you can tweet us at Picked Up Pod. Find us on Facebook, searching for Picked Up Podcast. And also email us if you ever need to, pickeduppodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Rich does have something to talk about before we get out of here yeah. tell us a little bit more about pod slam pod slam 2015 the first pod slam of its kind the, the, no that's the name of the anyway um first ever uh fully wrestling themed podcast marathon uh taking place live here in chicago illinois at the bug house theater may 23rd uh it's also going to be streaming live um online we will uh, uh stay tuned to pot slam 15 on twitter pot slam podcast marathon on facebook as well as give to children's.org slash pot slam 15 for updates on what that uh the link and the url for that live stream will be hopefully that'll be coming up soon uh we have a lot of great shows we're raising money for connor's cure um we have a pretty high goal set, so you can you'll if you're listening online, you'll be able to donate online at our donation page. If you're going to be showing up uh, to the Bug House Theater in Chicago, Illinois, you'll be able to donate in person as well. Um, we also uh, uh, the schedule has been announced, so go to uh, uh, our Facebook or give to childrens.org slash podslam15 to check out the schedule, as well as ticket prices have been announced. Uh, most of the shows are five dollars. Uh, we have uh, a, a day block and a night block. Both are $25. You get uh, full access to all those shows in that block. Uh, you get to save yourself some money as well. We also have an all-day pass for $45, um, which is a big savings. Ooh. And uh, also, we'll be playing uh, like trivia games. Uh, uh, some of you may remember uh, a little project that we tried to get off the ground called Pod Swoggle Versus. And just a lot of the games that we play on Podswoggle, uh, we'll be uh, playing a lot of those games. And if you are a uh, uh, an all-day pass holder, or if you are a, uh, a block pass holder, um, we will be uh, selecting from the pool of you guys to, to, to uh, play those games, first and foremost. You guys get first dibs on the games. Mullet's going to be bringing in a bunch of dope prizes, 
Mullet's going to be bringing a bunch of fake prizes. Um, and, and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to have some other special prizes. We'll be auctioning a few things off as well to help raise money. It's going to be amazing. Got a lot of amazing shows from uh, some local Chicago podcast co well the Chicago podcast co-op Alka Hollywood is a, a show on that uh, a co-op as well as the Second Wind Collective uh, show um, called Bad at Movies uh, another show uh, called the Chicago Style Improv Podcast um, Potswoggle itself will be there General Admission from WBEZ in Chicago is going to be there uh, they got some amazing things planned that I'm very excited for. As well as Ringside Review, Pro Wrestling Experience. Yes, we actually have wrestling podcasts on here on, on the, the marathon. It's going to be amazing. And there's so many more that I'm not mentioning that are worth mentioning. But go to PodSlam15 on Twitter. Give to children's.org slash PodSlam15. And find us on Facebook for all the details. For all the deets, dates, and links, as Doug Benson would say. I'm stealing that. Might cut it out. Might not. Because I just admitted to stealing it. But it's for a good cause. Um, yeah. I don't know about you listeners, but I'm pumped. Sounds like this is going to be fucking kick ass. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I live in Chicago. Goddamn right. I think it might be time to take a trip to Chicago if you're thinking about it. Do it. Come on up. We've already, we've already Labor got Day word. weekend. Yeah. Uh, no. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day. I always fuck that up. I yeah. don't know why. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be great. That's awesome. Take a train. Take a plane. Rent a car. Get to it. Um, by the time this drops, I'll have already, uh, I've all, I'll also have uh, plugged the show at the Resistance Pro Show in right. uh, Summit, Illinois. Summit, Illinois. Rich is going to be on the way to do that. Yeah. Going to have himself a little adventure. I will be an official in-ring talent at that point. Hell yeah. I mean, I will be able to call, I'm, I, I've been told I'm talented and I will be in ring. <laughs> so by those standards... Yeah, Sorry. That I didn't even realize that happened. That was perfect. <laughs> it was, I just caught it out of the corner of my eye. Rich's coffee mug sort of sloshed out as he was talking about that. As I was being a blowhard. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Coffee spills. That's so poetic. That that's that should have happened for the politician thing. Yeah, that's for that, perfect for that that classic politician bit that you never would have gotten if we had gotten a show. Rich. If we had gotten a show on Netflix, <clears throat> Rich's cup overfloweth. Anyways, no, yeah, and then personally, right uh, let's yeah. see, where can you track down Rich? At Rich Cami on Twitter, at Rich Cami 4 on Instagram, and um, check out my audiobooks on Audible. Uh, got a pretty good review for my book user, or not my book, I didn't fucking write it. Uh, it was written by Stacy and Jennifer Buck. Um, uh, yeah, got a good review from audiobookreviews.com uh, for users. It's a, like a superhero book. Um so it's a, it's a it's a really good book. It's like a a unique take on superheroes. It's also, I mean, just it being in novel form, anyways, a unique take already. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's really cool. Um. And I apparently did a pretty good job at it. So and I got some more projects actually on the um on the on the, on the in the hopper as Coming well down the pipeline. Yeah. So nice. working on that Hell hustling yeah. dog. Hustling. Get that grind. That's awesome. That's Where great. can people find you, sir? You can tweet me at mbravo, mbravo. Also, I will, I'm saying it here. I will have an Instagram created within the next week. Because it just seems awesome. That's I'm the way to do it. You're getting really fucking tired of Facebook. Too. I was just, you know, yeah. It's like, just blah. Yeah. There's a great Instagram that um, Augie told me to follow. It's, it's like, it's uh, TV intros or something like that. But basically, they just post clips from like, TV show intros, like retro. Cool. Ah, it's so. Are great. there like are there like mood Instagrams, like serene Instagram, oh, where someone sure. just like sends pictures of like, oh, it's like 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 armchairs by fireplaces. I'm sure, absolutely. There's probably so. an Instagram called armchairs and fireplaces. <laughs> I will 100% guarantee that. I'm not gonna look it up. Uh, I would like finally that a say lot. it. Yeah, and Hell if yeah. not, do it, it. Rich is pointing at me. Yeah, like. Hell yeah. That's my one thing that I don't like about Instagram is it's hard to switch between accounts. Okay. Um, so you gotta, like, you gotta, it's not like Twitter where you're just like, bam, bam, bam. I'm all over the place. Right. It, like, you gotta log out, fucking log into the other accounts, pain in the ass, and they'll get it. They'll get it eventually. But it's not gonna try and like sync to my Facebook or something, is it? Or is it? 
you can but you can it's, if you want. it's it's yeah, yeah it's, you have to opt into it it doesn't yeah. just do it automatically uh, who knows we'll figure it out yeah but i will and then that way i'll tell you about it on the next show damn right well this ended up being a full-length episode heck yeah <laughs> watch whatever show you want in its place just watch yeah. something and then tell us what you watch freedom yeah tweet at us with what you did yeah let us know what you watched yeah uh, uh, free pass week on picked up. Yeah, this is like that's uh, what I'll title it. This will be free pass. Free pass. People will be like, "What the fuck is that show?" What's the what's it called? Like user's choice or something? I don't yeah. Know. Ladies' choice. This is the ladies' choice episode. Uh, Dilettante Ball uses that. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we this is essentially their idea, but with Netflix anyway. Like, they, they allow the audience to just read an article? Sometimes they'll get... Oh, no, what happens is if they hit random article um, and it's something with, like, multiple meanings, like, they get, like, a John Smith, and there's, like, 80 John Smiths. Okay. So it's just like, uh, we'll pick whatever one or something like that. But they title it, like, Ladies' Choice ladies or Girls' Choice, choice or something Well, they're like not that. ladies. No, but it was a... I think I think it came out of... I got you there. Got you there, John. Well, we're not ladies either. Yeah, but we're not making the choice. We're letting the audience make the choice. Choice, and they there are definitely ladies in the audience. I feel like we do have a pretty fair, just from Twitter feedback. I feel like we do have a very fair representation of women uh, for for our listenership, which is I, I I think is amazing because yeah. you don't. I don't know. I try to find podcast listeners on Twitter just to like target because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a marketer. I guess right now I'm a politician. I'm a marketer. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a philanthropist. Uh, wear many hats. Not all of them have Zubaz on them. And, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like there aren't enough women that like listen to podcasts. And that's probably a, a symptom of there not being a podcast that cater to women. Sure. Uh, or not cater to women, but, but appeal to women. Appeal is a good word. Appeal's the now, word. Appeal is the word. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. That is the, cause yeah. Catering is like this whole world. Women, is a- we made this for you. Exactly. Whereas appeal is just like, eh, it just, I don't know, I just wasn't interested. A and lot of people have a much more narrow appeal than they realize, mm-hmm. which is again they can work on. Now, whether or not something is, what's the other word? Cater. Catered. Cater. No one will cater to you in this world. So get that thought out of your head right now. <laughs> but we can broaden our appeal. Yeah. Somebody brought up that I called, uh, we started talking about Lena Dunham. This is going to be my last thing. Yeah. And I I was like, lose some weight. And somebody brought that up to me who listened. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's probably pretty unfair. So I do apologize about that, you know? Yeah. And that's sort of like. I don't know. You know, part of it is just like content generation. You know, we got to (laughs) talk. But I um, had to say something. Exactly. But uh, I, I don't know really where it came from. Probably somebody else's idea in my head that I didn't vet well, that's personally. that's like a real thing. Uh, one, when you said it, I'm just like, well, that's a real shock jockey thing to say, Robert. Right. Uh, but two, yeah, I mean, that is like a real thing. Like she, you know, I, I think she actually left Twitter, but that's like something that she had to deal with like pretty much every single day on Twitter. She's it's not. Just, <laughs> she's no. not. That, that's yeah. the, the reason I'm saying this is because she's not. Yeah. Now, if she were... I probably wouldn't apologize or at least bring it up or correct myself. Yeah. But she's also not. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I don't know. But that, like, yeah, probably the reason why that struck a chord is because that is such a, like. A thing. A th- there's been articles written about it and, yeah. you know, it's been talked about. Yeah. I mean, um, and even if it were true, it's probably not my place to be an asshole. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say to, to retroactively uh, categorize it, even if this isn't what you meant, I'd say you were portraying a satire of uh, uh, of a chauvinist. Yes. That would be a good way to put yes. it. That um, would be good. Yes. I would like to just make clear I want to divorce that portrayal from how I actually feel, which is the opposite and also... That's a mean thing to say. And you know how it was a good satire? Huh. People believed you. People did believe me. I, I don't really know if that's it. the grounds for good satire or not. <laughs> Probably like when not. fucking Jonathan Swift was writing Modest Proposal, I guess there were people that believed him. You, you want to eat children? <laughs> 
So I I, I don't know. Satire is weird, man. Yeah. Sat- satire sounds like a very very uh, uh, luxurious material to drive a car on. Yeah. Satire. And on that note, we got to hit a hard out because I got to take a big old poopy. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll have a show next week. We'll probably have a a crazy show next week. Um, But yeah, again, thank you so much. 25. 25. And this, for me, myself, Robert, for Rich, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.